I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. We're the guys from that film, Stu, and this is our latest review, Evil Dead Rise. Written and directed by Lee Cronin, Evil Dead Rise is the supernatural horror film which serves as the fifth installment of the Evil Dead film series. The movie is in cinemas now, and thanks to Warner Brothers and Universal Pictures, we got to check out an early preview screening. But if you haven't watched Evil Dead Rise yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Before we get into it, make sure you subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find us, and feel free to leave us a review. And follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as that Film Street Podcast. So, Jason, what is Evil Dead Rise about? Road-weary Beth, played by Lily Sullivan, pays an overdue visit to her older sister Ellie, played by Alyssa Sutherland, who is raising three kids on her own in a cramped L.A. apartment. The sisters' reunion is cut short by the discovery of a mysterious book deep in the bowels of Ellie's building, giving rise to flesh-possessing demons and thrusting Beth into a primal battle for survival as she is faced with the most nightmarish version of motherhood imaginable. Before we talk about this film, can we just talk a little bit about Evil Dead? This is the first Evil Dead film I've seen at the cinema, and I really didn't know what we were going to get with this film. I mean, that first one is a straight horror movie. Years later, we've got Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn. Pretty much a remake of that first movie with humor. Yeah. (laughs) Army of Darkness, Evil Dead 3, Medieval Times. And then that was it. That was the trilogy. Years later, we got Evil Dead, straight horror film. Watching this, I didn't know if this was a sequel to that, if it was connected to anything. Turns out, just a standalone. But for you, Evil Dead, what's your experience with the franchise? Uh, well, like obviously, a very latecomer to the the series as a as a whole, especially like the original three movies. Um, and yeah, like you're right. Obviously, number two is pretty much a remake of number one it's quite bizarre but yeah obviously like the the franchise sort of reinvented itself fell in love with the movies like they, they are fantastic evil dead 2 is is just phenomenal in, in in what it is horror comedy all the sam raimi isms of it it's it's wacky stuff ash williams um you know like bruce campbell's character there chainsaw hands raining blood the dead eyes all of that crazy yeah um Army of Darkness is not really my speed. However, I do appreciate what they what they did in that. It's the wackiness is is turned up to eleven. It's crazy. I did happen to check out the I think it was a twenty thirteen film Evil Dead that came out in cinemas. It was oh. pretty hard to find. It was so limited wow. in its release. It was like I think it was like a trip into the city, into the heart <laughs> of Perth here to bloody um to see a screen. But that was that was pretty fun. Um, and again, like yeah. I mean, that movie is probably the closest thing in terms of tone and uh, I guess like the type of movie that this one is. It, it is kind of, I guess, like more grounded in a way, straight horror. However, this one probably does have a bit more 
like I guess a bit of goofiness and we'll talk about that when we we get to it but I mean in a way like these movies could exist oh we should mention that there is obviously the tv series as well um is it just called the evil dead I forget what it's called no it's called oh, Ash, Ash, Ash Ash versus, versus evil dead evil dead yeah and, and that was pretty it wacky. ran for <laughs> yes and I did enjoy that three seasons because this film went on a bit of a journey it first started as a direct sequel to the Evil Dead film from 2013. They were playing around with it being a sequel to Army of Darkness from 92. At one point, they were looking at it being a, like a fourth season, but as a movie, or maybe even as a TV series for Ash versus Evil Dead. And I read somewhere, at one point, they were looking at having it go straight to streaming. It would have gone to HBO Max. Right. So it's, yeah, it's had an interesting journey, but we got it up on the big screen. But tonally, the franchise, it, I mean, it really is all over the place, as we've just said. So many people, and you mentioned, went to an, an early screening, which, you know, we both appreciate. Uh, there were quite a few people wearing Ash Williams Army <laughs> of Darkness T-shirts. And after watching the film, I'm like thinking... I don't know if they knew what it was going to be. Like They're like, oh, hey, yeah. I love Army of Darkness. I'm a big fan of Evil Dead. It's funny. <laughs> and then they go and see this movie. It is it is not Evil Dead 2 or Army of Darkness at all. And 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 that's the thing. And like, and whether you agree or not, like, like Army of Darkness 2, like that, not Army of Darkness, Evil Dead 2. Um, I mean, that, to me, like, that's Evil Dead. And obviously, like, you know, they had like that that grounded straight horror thing in 2013, and you know, I took some joy out of out of watching that. But to me, when I think of Evil Dead, and I feel like the franchise went back to that with the TV series. You know, it got back to like, you know, you can have like the silly the silly kind of horror, which isn't necessarily scary. It's just kind of you know, oh, we've got a bit of violence, we've got a bit of you know, the deadites, little zombie dudes running around. But it's it's goofy, slapsticky. It's it's just balls to the wall crazy and there's a lot of fun to be had you know it's funny this is obviously going back to that kind of straight horror they've tried to kind of implemented a few little elements of comedy and whether that works a bit strange in a way like talking like story-wise and and the setting and all of that if you ignore the, the whole tonal changes technically this movie could fit in within the continuity there's supposed to be three books of the dead in a way, you know, like we had the the Necronomicon from like the Evil Dead, like the, you know, the Ash films, Army of Darkness, all of that. The 2013 film, there's that second book. And then this one potentially is that third book. So in a way, it could all be kind of connected loosely. Nothing's contradictory. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, so no, that's true. I mean, continuity. It, yeah, it could be connected. And, and if, yeah. But again, like tonally, as a franchise, it's oh, up and down anyway. So yeah. this, this for me, I think it goes harder than that 2013 movie. Like there's a lot of violence, gore in this one, but that 2013 movie, it didn't have those goofy moments. And there's not many, to be honest, but you do get some. Like when 
when the mum she's possessed and she bites out the guy's eye. There's somebody else in the hallway who's screaming and she spits the eyeball into the guy's open mouth. He chokes and dies. So I thought that felt very 80s Evil Dead. I mean, it's the bit where the, the mum's on the bed and, like, you know, the neighbour fella, he's, he's there and closes her eyes with, it, with his fingers and then it kind of just, like, kind of shudders open. like, And not in a kind of, like, it didn't look creepy. It just looked like it was the scene was played for last. The expression on the guy's face reacting to that, him awkwardly closing the eyes again, it's that kind of like, it's like she's possessed, she's turned into this monster, but then it's like, here's a goofy little scene where we're kind of closing the eyes. And look, that scene would work perfectly in the previous earlier Evil Dead films. Didn't really work with that. But yeah, that eyeball scene. That's the goofiest. Yeah, the wag. Yeah, that's no, the that is the good news. Scene, the opening. Right? Okay, before that, so much. I mean, Bruce Campbell was the on-screen star of those films. Equally, though, Sam Raimi, the director, like he was bringing so many tricks, like camera tricks. You know what he was? He wasn't shooting a straight movie like he's always been creative where he puts the camera how he uses the camera so we don't i mean he isn't directing this he's a producer on this film but he's not directing but there's a, a bit of his flair or influence that i can see in this film one thing that i did enjoy and how he's always portrayed the deadites or whatever it is when the when the book when somebody's reading you know the spell the way that the camera's kind of like waving and just weaving it between the trees and then it'll approach somebody. Well, this movie yeah. opens and it's a drone. I liked it. I thought that was cool. That was cool. I mean, it was too it was too early to be something else, but it was a good reveal. I thought it was really cool. And then when you get the girl and she rises out of the water and then just the title of the movie is rising as well and you get that big thumping music. That was very cool. I thought this is interesting because you associate cabins, lakes with Evil Dead. We knew from those trailers that this movie wasn't going to take place there, but I liked that it started there and then it's one day earlier. And that's when we get the high rise building. Yeah. And, and again, I, I suppose like that whole setting is a, is a big departure and change from what we used to, you know, like we're away from the woods, we're away from the cabin. But we still get to have a little bit of the of the flavor of you know what we're used to with, with Evil Dead. And it's it's a lot of those callbacks as well, both the visual camera tricks, those motifs, just callbacks to the to the Sam Raimi style of you know what he was doing with those movies. Um, I mean, to the point where you know, if we jump to like, you know, like the final fight kind of thing the whole chainsaw moment, the way it's shot, the way characters are sort of, you know, looking at the at the chainsaw, lifting the chainsaw up, you know, like every camera shot, um, creatively making it not necessarily rain with blood, but still having that, hey, rain, like blood rain kind of thing in a different way still happen. So you're getting a lot of callbacks there to that original film. There's... Well, original films, I should say. It's they're they're kind of doing something in this movie where it's like 
they're creating this new thing, but then they're kind of recreating a lot of the old as well. And as I'm watching, I'm kind of trying to work out why are they doing this? Is it like, is it just to have fun? Is it to appease the fan base of the films? Are they, I guess, yeah, it's making it, it feels like Evil Dead, but through a different lens. Like, again, this has got more goofier elements than what we got in that 2013 film, but this feels like Evil Dead. That felt like Evil Dead. And that's what I'm saying. It's so up and down and so broad, so they can kind of do whatever they want to do, but as as much as this is different, the more it's the same. But when you've got the bit you're talking about, like the final fight at the end, you've got Beth played by Lily Sullivan, and she's having a big hero moment and she's got the gun and she says something along the lines of come get some or along those lines. And that felt very Ash Williams. Like you can imagine like that felt like an Ash hero moment and she's, she's getting it here and I can go with it. But if she was to get a close up and just say, Groovy, Groovy. <laughs> it would just take you out of the movie completely because it, you know, they're doing those callbacks, as you say, but that would have been one callback too many. And it'd be like, no, no, come on. But we're getting the deadites and they're all merging, like it's like forming this big creature. And I'm like, well, I've not seen that before. I mean, maybe that has happened in a TV show. I don't think I saw the final season. I will rectify. <laughs> I think, that. like, with you, I'm like, I think I might have chewed out of the third one i definitely but, did the first two and i yeah yeah i didn't i didn't make a decision i'm gonna stop i just didn't watch that final 100 with you well, maybe yeah. maybe i'll go back maybe i'll go back i'm gonna go back but this oh, film yeah. focuses on a, on a family and i knew i was gonna have a hard time with this as a parent because it's been teenagers in all the other iterations or you know young adults where is this no, there is, there's a son, there's two daughters and one young girl. And and that just, I was anxious because not wanting <laughs> something to happen. And then just really fearing for the young girl, like the youngest of the, of the kids. And then when an older kid's getting taken out, although I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily happy about it. I was like, okay, this is this is going to protect the girl. This is going to shield the girl so she can hopefully survive this movie because it's pretty it, – well, I was going to say it's pretty. It's absolutely graphic at times. I mean, this film definitely oh, takes you insane. on a ride. I mean, we we did go to the same screening. You went with your wife out with a, with a friend, and, and he was, you know, sat beside me. And there's a moment in the film where – I heard him make a sound and it was and it was when the the older the oldest daughter she was swallowing the glass and you saw oh, yeah, I mean, you, you saw as she was swallowing <laughs> it like a neck poked out and she had the scratches and um and he, he let out a little moan <laughs> so there's and you know, a lot I of think, moments like that you know where that 2013 movie was their efforts at going hey look we're going to do straight horror and there are going to be there's going to be tension built and you know like uh, genuine scares. I found that this movie, at least for myself, like I'm watching it, and what I'm experiencing is, like, you know, I'm uncomfortable because, like, oh, that actually looks like it'll hurt, or like, oh, that's kind of gross, or because it's gory, 
and the violence like you said is like is is just ridiculous like it's crazy and if that like if you look at this movie and it's like that's the type of movie we're watching this gory violent fest like top marks all around like they pull off heaps of stuff here that is just like incredible like that is that is all happening and they're, they're doing stuff you know like there's almost like the tattoo gun to the eyeball on like made me kind of make a face like oh like there were lots of those moments where i'm just like oh didn't like that whoa let's go but at no point was i like oh you know i'm feeling scared i'm feeling fearful I, there wasn't maybe like a, a brief moment like towards the very end you know like the elevator or you know like when they're sort of creeping around in the in the parking lot you know in the final fight thing there were there just wasn't enough in this movie of tension building you know that creepiness the just building those moments of of terror and and fright like this movie isn't scary it's just violent and gory and there's gross moments that make you go eek but don't there's nothing that makes you go Oh man, like I could wee myself. Like there's yeah. nothing like that. Not yeah, even to the yeah, point. I'd, like, yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that. But at the same time, though, I mean, you know, how many horror films have we seen? Lots. So my experience yes. with horror now is really different to my experience no, I mean, when I first started watching horror films. But I get no, what you're like, saying. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. We 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 become desensitized and all that. But I mean, there's still movies that that creep me out. Like I, I watch them, and you know, as tough as I think I am, blah blah blah. It's, it's I watch stuff, and sometimes it's like, like, nope, this is uh, giving me the heebie-jeebies. Um, you know, like, well, there's moments where it's like, it's like, I'm waiting for, not that I'm looking for a jump scare, but it's like, it's like, you know, something's building. Oh, what's what's around that corner? What's happening? Oh, like, there just wasn't any of that. It was just like. The scenes that they set up was all it was like it was e- either visually striking or kind of like I guess like action orientated because it was like hey here's the possessed mum um, and now she's attacking somebody or here's the possessed you know teenager and now they're attacking someone. There just wasn't like you know there wasn't like oh what's happening next what's around the corner what's going to happen what what's that thing in the roof like what is it it's it's like yeah no that's, that's footsteps up there cool it's, yeah no i i, I get that thing saying. now that person's yeah. getting stabbed now they're it's rolling not around necessarily okay. scary but it's gory it's violent but and yeah for, for, for what it is, for that again top marks like what they're doing there is but if you're looking for a, a, if you're looking for like a horror movie like hey i want to be scared like you're not gonna get that from this and I guess like from the from the previews from the trailers, I was like, hey, this looks like it could have some genuine scares in it. Nothing. And for that, a bit of disappointment. But yeah, looking at this movie as a as a gory violence, like just crazy experience, like, yeah, shit, they pulled off something really spectacular because the violence is insane. It is it's blood. It's it's not a film about the violence, though. I mean, look at the the hostile films. That's what they are. So I've got no interest in watching them again at all, whereas there's a lot more going on here. And just having the family be at the heart of the story. And I thought the mum, the actress, did a a fantastic job. Alyssa Sutherland, I thought she was great. Like She can be both 
beautiful. And yes, you know, there's the makeup and everything else that they put on her. But you can see as well, like, I reckon a lot of that is her. Like, she's able to shape her, you know, whether it's the way that she's oh, like got her, her mouth. Like, yeah. Her expression, yeah. So that you can see that she's bringing a lot to it. But, and, and I thought, I she, yeah, I thought same, she was really good. I would say the same for the the two teenagers that, that turn as well. And I've got to say, like, as we're starting to, like, meet and be introduced to the characters, like, at first I was like, I'm like, Besides the little girl, I'm like, I'm not really liking any of these characters. They all kind of seem like just pains in the asses to be around, you know? Like, the aunt seems like a bit of a junkie. The mum, you know, struggling, whatever her situation is, just like, eh, she doesn't look like she's raised very nice children. That's, you know, that's what I'm watching. And then as I'm watching the performances of the kids, I'm like, eh, you know, like, they're fine, but nothing incredible. And I'm like, okay, you know low budget kind of horror movie that's just kind of gotten some actors together to more fun but then when it's like they've turned and they're they become deadites i'm like oh yeah they're doing some good stuff here so it's sort of like oh, i see what they've gone for for people who can sort of do both you know like yes yeah, you know, yeah. They can perform well enough as normal human characters and then yeah like i didn't know become monstrous and then it's like all right i see what i see what we've gone for here so yeah i don't have any, any issues with with the main cast at all. I mean, when we're first introduced to the family, as you say, we see the auntie first, and then we've got the mum, we've got the kids, the you know, the son is a DJ. He's the one that first plays the record. You hear, you know, the books being read, read aloud. But it just felt like this was a real like alternative family, a little bit too cool for school, a bit edgy. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, this just seems where it felt yes, like, like it just it, it felt very try hard to begin with but then you know mom's got their tats and but then yes they they grow on you and you just go and then you just want them you just want them to survive and we've seen the posters we've seen the trailers we knew that the mum got turned but then but i didn't expect the older daughter the son so that's like ah okay i didn't think they'd do that with them being so young and of course they end up dying but this is not a m-rated horror film it's an ma here in australia it is an r-rated horror film that is 18 or over yeah so it's like okay this is alcohol smokes and (laughs) all of it (laughs) all of the all of the above i thought that's that's interesting because i mean how many conjuring films are like m's or ma i think maybe there's one or two that's an m or you know it happens you know more and more you get these safer horror mm. films so i like that they just went for it with yeah. this film and I feel like it's very I... rare to even find an ma horror film for us and i guess you have to obviously be familiar with the australian classification some to get that but yeah r rating let's let's go for it and do you know what even though when we went to our screening it was like you know 18 only make sure didn't really register in me that it was like oh yeah we're going to an r-rated movie that's like cool hardcore that's they're watching it and it's like, you know, it's pretty tame at first. You know, the opening scene is still pretty cool, but it's like, yeah, it's pretty tame. And suddenly I'm like, the violence just seemed to progress and just get like worse. And I'm like, oh yeah, R rating, like R18, that's high impact, pretty intense. Cool. That's it. Yeah, no, they <laughs> yeah, they really went for it. Now, when you're putting prep together for this and you've made a list of horror movie references, callbacks from like from different franchises. Yep. I've got to be honest, 
I didn't really notice. But when you put this list together and I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, do you want to just I was go, watching, through, go oh, through the list? Yeah. So I was you know, watching this movie and it's like, anytime you watch a movie, I was busy joining and you might notice something like, oh, that's kind of like that other movie I've seen or whatever. But literally watching this movie, it was like it just kept happening. And I'm like, oh, that's very much like that. Oh, that's like that. Oh, that's definitely a shot from that. And by the time we get to the elevator with the blood, I'm like, hang on a second. <laughs> I'm mean, going to be honest. I got that one. I'm thinking, <laughs> cool. this is The Shining. <laughs> so in, in I think, relative order from memory, but like the opening scene with the, when when the girl's pretty much in the water, like with the with the boyfriend or whatever, the shot where she sort of comes up and like grabs him and drags him back down, I mean, that's Jason coming out of the water from Friday the 13th. Um, the first time the mum enters the the apartment again, you know, when she is a deader, it's very grudge-like the way her body is, you know, like she's kind of backwards crab crawling. The um, It's in reverse, but when the aunt is putting her hand in the bathtub in Friday, the, in, in sorry, no, in A Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, you've got the, the Freddy Claw coming out, her hand's going in. But the way it's sort of positioned, it's it's Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, the mum sitting in the you know or laying in bed, all possessed with the you know the dead eye get up and all that kind of thing. I mean that's the Exorcist that she's sitting there, the people standing around her. Um, I kind of got this is probably like any sort of found footage kind of horror thing. But I went to like quarantine or record uh, when you're looking through the peephole, things are happening in the hallway, things are happening off you know out of shot bodies being thrown on like, eh. and obviously like the lensing and stuff it's all like yeah record um this one might be a bit of a push but in the kitchen when the the teenage daughter um you know she's got the bed sheet over her and then she ends up with a knife they're in the kitchen and she's sort of jumping around and attacking it became very much like oh slasher kind of film scream that's ghost face hooded up with a knife um and then of course how can you go past the the bloodfield elevator and I mean, even the I, elevator was filling with blood even i noticed it that was one. sort of like <laughs> oh are they doing this one too and then yeah the elevator gets to the bottom again the camera is positioned right in front of the elevator the doors lunge open the blood is gushing out it's oh that's the shining there, there you, you go. go you're just it's, um all good points and i'm glad that you noticed them and then uh, of course, the all of the evil dead stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's which a, is given. a given. Which is a given. But go back to bed sheet, knife in the kitchen, scream. That in itself was a callback to Halloween. Michael Myers. Remember when he first appeared oh, and he had the go. glasses on? Yeah. So there you go. Ah, oh, yeah. Good stuff. I know. There's probably more that I missed. <laughs> I mean that is, that is that is a lot. To be fair, now I didn't recognize his voice, but I have read online that Bruce Campbell appears in a cameo role as the voice of an unnamed priest on a record. I read that as well. And I remember like when we we're like listening to the, the thing being read, there's a moment where obviously the priest is all, it's talking, you know, he's doing his thing. And then someone yells out like, why do you think it's called the book of the dead or something? That obviously must be the, that must be Bruce Campbell. I'm guessing. That would be cool. I hope. That is true. But this film, Jason, if you're going to rate it out of five. Um, I mean, I want to rate it based on what I think the movie actually delivers, which is 
a gory, violent, you know, like uh, sort of action feast, I guess. Which again, they do really well. Like visually, the the grossness, like the the just like the cringe, like hurting my soul kind of moments. Like there's a lot of that. There's a lot of gross stuff. Um, yeah, you know, like obviously there was an intention to have some sort of callback to other types of horror movies or iconic scenes or shots and you know all the evil dead stuff whatever the intention was that's what they're doing uh, and they're doing all that stuff pretty well me personally as an the experience of watching this is like i, I guess i wanted those, those scares and all of that's sort of missing there's no tension there's no fear it is a gory violent thing but i'm still happy to look at this movie and say hey look it's, it's if it's, this is what you're into it'll be a four for you or a four for me anyway. Like it works on all of those levels. There's just issues I sort of have. It. And I guess maybe tonally, is this a serious movie? Is this kind of goofy? The Evil Dead films work best when it's very goofy. I guess. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. Eh, pick a lane, pick a lane. Yeah. I mean, for what it is, it's really good. Like they've made a really good R-rated horror film. And it works, and it works as an experience. And you know, I went along with it. And there's some scenes are harder to watch than others. They're that violent, they're that gory, but it's what they went for. And and again, they've made a really good film. Now, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness. I've lost track how many times I've seen those films, and I will continue <laughs> to watch them films. Whereas this one, I feel like I've done it. Maybe years down the track, if we get another Evil Dead film, I might revisit it, but I feel like I enjoyed it for what it was. I don't need to see it again for a while. But like you, I'm going to come in at a four out of five. It is a very good R-rated horror film. Well, that's it for our review of Evil Dead Rise. If you haven't already, check out our other shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics. Each of those shows also have their own Facebook pages. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent reviews of also another R-rated movie, uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie, and stay tuned for our upcoming review of Tetris. You've been listening to Luke. And you've been listening to Jason. We're the guys from that film, Stu. See you soon.